pipeline earnings continue positive trend, November 9, 2022. Recent third quarter earnings reports for pipeline companies have been confirming the predictable nature of their business models. Dividend hikes have been common. Growth capex generally remains cautious. Chenier's $2.8 billion in EBITDA was close to consensus, and they reaffirmed their full-year 2022 guidance of $11.25 billion, having revised their hire three times this year. They paid down $1.3 billion in debt. The Stage 3 expansion of the Corpus Christi LNG export facility is on track, with first shipments expected in three years. Eventually, more U.S. natural gas will be available to buyers in Europe and Asia, but construction takes longer than popularly believed. Chenier also noted that Asian buyers continue to negotiate 20-year contracts, while European buyers are not. Countries like Germany are relying on being able to buy what they need in the spot market to avoid long-term commitments and maintain their goal of reducing fossil fuel use. It's another example of the EU pursuing green ambitions while developing countries prioritize growth, which relies on increased energy consumption. Morgan Stanley believes Chenier is on track to deliver at least $25 per share in distributable cash flow within several years, a more than 14% yield based on the current stock price. Williams reaffirmed their previous EBITDA guidance of $6.1 to $6.4 billion with bias towards the upside. They're also planning to invest in a carbon capture and sequestration, CCS, facility in the Haynesville. The poorly named Inflation Reduction Act raised the 45Q tax credits for CCS, and Williams is one of several companies planning to take advantage. They raised their dividend by 3.7%. Energy transfer missed expectations in part because of a one-time $128 million legal expense related to a prior class action suit and a $130 million hedging loss caused by a difference in timing recognition between inventory and hedge insurance. Setting these two items apart, their results were in line with consensus. They are targeting debt-to-EBITDA leverage of 4.0 by the end of next year, still a little higher than peers, which we estimate will be around three and a half times by then. Management now expects to make a final investment decision, or FID, on their Lake Charles LNG export facility during the first quarter of 2023. 2022 EBITDA guidance was raised for the third time this year, now $12.8 to $13 billion. Enbridge, North America's biggest pipeline company by market cap at $80 billion, reported third-quarter EBITDA of $3.758 billion, 4% ahead of expectations. They raised their dividend by 3%. Enbridge has a $17 billion Canadian dollar, which is about 12 and three-quarter billion U.S. dollars, backlog of growth projects, up from $13 billion Canadian dollars the prior quarter. This includes $3.6 billion Canadian dollars to expand the southern segment of their British Columbia gas pipeline system. This is a response to strong demand for LNG customers, presumably in Asia. New England and California are impeding natural gas supply to their citizens, while Canada is preparing to increase exports. Interestingly, Enbridge's renewable power generation segment reported $113 million, 32% ahead of J.P. Morgan's estimate. Enterprise Products Partners reported $2.258 billion, meeting expectations, and raised their distribution 5.6%. Plains All-American reported $623 million versus expectations of $562 million. They raised their distribution by 23% and expect 10% growth going forward. Results like these should continue to attract investors because of steady and growing cash flow generation. Meanwhile, President Biden reaffirmed that he is against any oil drilling just days after criticizing oil companies for not producing more oil.
Even Democrats must agree the White House has no visible energy strategy. The Financial Times published an interview with EQT CEO Toby Rice in which he said, in quotes, Sending U.S. LNG to China and India is going to be the biggest decarbonizing thing we can do as a country, close quotes. Rice is promoting coal to gas switching as the most effective way to curb CO2 emissions. We believe this represents a big opportunity for U.S. natural gas investors. Finally, the U.S. Energy Information Administration, or EIA, reported that capacity of combined cycle gas turbines, or CCGTs, will reach 24% of total U.S. power generation by year's end. Last year, CCGT generated 32% of electricity, ahead of coal at 22% and nuclear at 19%. CCGT's share of actual power generation is bigger than their share of capacity, because solar and wind typically operate at only 20-35% to of their capacity. It's not always sunny and windy. Around a quarter of U.S. coal-burning power capacity is scheduled to be retired by 2029, continuing a trend that has been the main source of falling CO2 emissions over the past couple of decades. Midstream energy infrastructure is well-placed to support the continued growth in global demand for U.S. natural gas.